Welcome to the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Jocelyn. And today we'll be talking about falling out of love. Growing apart. You don't need to talk anymore. You didn't get any clearance on that. Oh. You stopped singing that now. Right now. Okay. What does falling out of love mean to you? It is essentially growing apart, I believe. Well, in the wise words of boys to men, we don't even know what we are. Mm-hmm. Don't hate on the greats. No, I like them. Okay, I was gonna say don't don't have this be another different type of episode. I like them a lot, but I think the growing apart. How do you grow apart? I think it's when people start to live two separate lives, and I don't think it's an intentional thing necessarily. It, I mean, I heard somebody talk about once a drift or the drift. Yeah. And how that thing can happen slowly, and then you look up and you're way over somewhere else that you didn't expect to be. But I do think it really is a a growing apart. It can be something from like an education standpoint. One person is growing in an area, another one's not. Mm -hmm. It can just be from a lifestyle standpoint where you just have different interests. One's a real outdoorsy type of camping and canoeing, and the other one just wants to be at the house all the time. But you don't think that in communicating, I mean, once you realize it, right? Not to say that when you meet your spouse, you're supposed to stay the same person. Mm -hmm. But you don't think that communicating along the way, even as you start to recognize the drift, brings the person back? I think it can if both are receptive to what's being shared. But I do think if one is saying, hey, I hear what you're saying, but I'm just not into that. Yeah. Or the other's not really sharing and just saying, hey, I'll see you this evening. Or I'll see you. I'm going out with the boys. I'm going out with the girls. Over a period of time, I do feel like that's how you end up falling out of love. Okay. I would say I think falling out of love is putting your spouse in charge of your happiness Mm -hmm. and in charge of um, maintaining the relationship. Because I do agree that it takes both parties to keep it going. Um, But I don't know. Falling out of love is always just sad to hear because deep down I am romantic despite all of the gangsters that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is sad to sad to hear because it does it does make me wonder. Okay, what what was lost at that point of I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. To I'm ready to for this to end. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't think about that. Like, yeah, you literally could just be having separate lives without even recognizing that. Yeah, the growing apart. But also, I wonder when I hear those stories also, um, initially, when when you're getting together, okay, boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing, and you do get married, is it, how well do you know the person? Because is it the person that you're now saying, I no longer love this person, or is the idea, is it the physical appearance, was there some dream that you thought? You'd accomplish together. Yeah, and when that doesn't work... Now you're starting to fall apart. Do you think you recognize that in the beginning, though, to have that conversation, to be able to recognize, okay, 
if we can't achieve this together, I don't know if we can make it. Do you think that there's that honest reflection in the beginning? Because, I mean, marriage is, marriage is like having a baby. You really don't know what to expect until you're actually in it. No, I don't think you can know that from day one. But I do think um, that's when you really can or need to identify the reasons you want to be married. What's the real attraction? Um, I've heard some people say that, you know, marriage is really about serving the other person. So if you're not in it for that reason of how can I serve you? How can I make your life better? If you go into it for the wrong reasons, I think it is a little easier to fall out of love because now you're not getting what you want. See, I think, well, let me not generalize all women. For some women, I think when they hear that, they default to submission and it can come across as a negative, like, why am I serving you? <laughs> like, why are you each other? other? I know, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying for, um, especially in the black church, you know, it's really pressed upon for the woman to be submissive. And so I think a lot of times we can lose our, our, um, attraction because we go into it thinking we're supposed to serve and not be served. Mm -hmm. And that could be one of the reasons why you fall out of love because at a certain point you're just tired of the serving, especially if it's not uh, reciprocated. Yeah. So if we change it from serving so people don't think it's about submissiveness, think of it as a selfishness or unselfishness. I think when the relationship becomes, well, I think relationships start off selfish. I think you have to learn that in marriage, how to become more and more and more unselfish. Why do you think they start off selfish? Because you come in as a single person used to doing things your way. And I think that's where the compromise takes place. And that's Look at why. you dropping gems. Oh, I had to raise you up. Oh, goodness. See, it's about to a different episode. <laughs> so when you start to, I don't think, you don't chip away at yourself. But let's say that selfishness starts to be chipped away. And now I'm more willing mm -hmm. to serve you, to help meet your needs, to help propel you in areas you're trying to move forward. Right. As opposed to being all about me. Because if it's all about me and I stay in a place of selfishness, then yeah, you do split. And that can be the falling out of love. Especially if it's always just been about a feeling. Because now you don't have that feeling because the other person, you're like, dang, this person's selfish. I'm doing all this for them. They don't reciprocate none of this. I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. And so yeah. you're like, oh, I'm no longer in love with them. So then how do you, do you think you can get back to love? Do you think you can grow back together? I think it's still, you got to really identify, um, where did you start from? I don't want to just say initial attraction because a lot of that times that is a physical thing, mm -hmm. but the initial attraction to that actual person, when you've spent time getting to know the person, mm -hmm. Is that person still there? Am I still the person you remember? Like, can we get back to that? See, I think that's dangerous because I know, well, there are parts of me from 15 years ago that are still here. But I know I have changed drastically. Mm -hmm. So I think part of 
the growing back or falling back in love is really being intentional to number one, be self-aware of who you are Mm -hmm. now, not who you are when you first met. And then be self-aware of your part that you play in the marriage. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think if it depends on how far the spouses have drifted because drifted? If you can't recognize your spouse now. Yeah. You know, you hear the stories of, you know, the mom who pours her whole life into the kids. And then when the kids move out, now she doesn't know, she doesn't have anything in common with her husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there is a decision to be made of, okay, now do I put my efforts back into learning and starting over again? Or am I just like, okay, well, my, my job here is done and chuck the deuces. Yeah. When you talk about that drift, I think foundation is key. What are you drifting away from? Because even when you say, well, when I say, okay, that initial attraction, yeah, what did I see in that person? What do they see in me? What do we talk about? What do we dream about? All of that stuff. What was that rooted in? What was that grounded in? Can we get back to what we believed we once were or could be? If you can, then yeah, I think there's a chance. But if not, then I think that's really challenging to be in love with a person, Mm -hmm. then completely not be in love with them. But then again, say, you know what, let's get us another shot. What if that discussion wasn't had on the front end? Like, what if you didn't have that? Because I don't want to make it, I don't want couples who are hearing this who might be in that situation to feel like, oh, our foundation wasn't right or we didn't start off with having that discussion of what we want this to be so now we're here so if you don't have that foundation you didn't have that initial discussion or maybe you just got married young and you were immature Mm -hmm. um because i mean i i tell you all the time if i'd have met you in 2021 we probably wouldn't have made it um you'd have met me in 2021 i said if you would have met me at 20 or 21 yeah I just um, kept it moving. You, yeah, you'd have, you'd have been a little bit scared. No, I just would have kept it moving. Shout out to uh, Daddy Slade, the Mother Teresa, who helped refine the twenty twenty one year old chocolate. But yeah, so then, what would you say to um, to a couple who are in that situation? Because I don't want them to feel like it's too late. Check your selfishness. Oh, just right out there, huh? Yeah, I still think (laughs) it always boils down to that. When you're looking at why couples can't get along, I mean, there are different factors. You know, people talk about the cheating, the finances, the tone and how they speak to each other. Disrespect. The disrespect, whatever it may be, chores around the house. But I think when you boil that all down, what you're left with is... Selfishness. What am I willing to do? What am I not willing to do in order to make this relationship work? Yeah. And it takes both people committed to making it work. I'd say for this week's Kiss and Connect, um, and this is not just for couples who feel like they might be falling out of love, but this is just if you've been married for longer than a year, you know, take the time to do uh, like a personality test with your spouse. Because you do change and you do grow. And marriage is a daily decision. 
to stick with the person the new version of you mm-hmm. um today yeah um and so you can't do that and you can't have that honest conversation if you don't know who you are if you don't know um what to your point what you will put up with and what you won't put up with um what changes you've made in the past year two years 15 years so this week's kissing connect is just to do a personality test share it with your spouse share it not only the strengths but also the weaknesses Mm -hmm. Because chances are, if you've drifted apart, you probably don't know the other person anyway. So this would be a good way to reconnect and get back to That's square right. one. You show them that test and you say, look, I'm trash in this area. No, okay, you do not <laughs> say. <laughs> no, that's what I would say about myself. I'd have fun with it. I mean, have fun with it. You're doing this to grow closer to your spouse. So yeah. at the same time, have fun with it. Have hope. Yeah. And when you get done connecting with each other, come connect with us. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. TikTok. One day. <laughs> at, at Garden Life Marriage. If you got show ideas, you can email them to us. If you didn't connect all those other ways I just mentioned. <laughs> Info at GardenLifeMarriage.com. Marriage is a journey. Plan accordingly. We'll holler at you next time.